0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's doing great out there. Hoping all is well. And I hope you're getting excited for the new year, because 2022 is right around the corner. My goodness. I wonder what everyone's plans are. I originally was going to have some sort of like New Year's party, but now my wife and baby are in a different place and I'm at home alone. And so it's going to be one of those nice, wonderful, sad New Year's where I drink by myself. So looking forward to that. (laughs) No, I actually, you know... Yeah, you know, I've got nothing else to say. I'll leave you with that. Okay, so today, looking, <laughs> today, looking at what, what, uh, what are we talking about today? So today, the title of this episode, I'm calling it "Don't Mess with HHS," and here's the reason why. You may recall that earlier this year, Senator Lee and Representative Pocan wrote a letter to the Department of Health and Human Services. What was the purpose of their letter? Well, it was to inform them of the fact that Kratom is something that is not necessarily a dangerous thing and that the Health and Human Services Department should be paying attention to this. That they should be watching for a decision from the World Health Organization as to you know whether or not they're going to recommend a critical review of the substance and for that to help inform the Department of Health and Human Services you know, as to how they want to move forward with Kratom and how they want to treat Kratom in this country. So, it was a reasonable letter. It was good. We covered it on this podcast. And recently, they actually got a response. Now, you might recall that the World Health Organization made their decision earlier this month. Well, this past week, the Department of Health and Human Services wrote their response to this letter. And it's fairly disappointing and very cold and let's go over it so as always i'm not going to read the whole letter to you but i link it in the episode in case you want to see it and i'm just going to go over a few key parts so here we go dear senator lee and representative pokan thank you for your letter about the substance commonly known as kratom as your letter notes The World Health Organization Expert Committee on Drug Dependence has recently met to review Kratom and six other substances. The outcomes from this meeting have not yet been announced by who? Okay, I'm going to pause it right there. (laughs) Because, as we all know, the, the, the Expert Committee on Drug Dependence did announce their findings. They did talk about the results of their findings, which were that they were not recommending a critical review. Right? This letter, this response to the letter by Mike, by Senator Lee and Representative Pocan came December 20th. This is after the World Health Organization let it be known that they were not recommending a critical review. So this is wrong. This is wrong. Now, I tried to think because, you know, there's no way that they would write something this blatantly wrong, right? I mean, that can be debated, but it's like, no, they they wouldn't write this, you know, after that decision is announced without having some sort of thing that I'm missing. So I read a little bit further into it, and and sure enough, you know, then it says, oh, you know, the World Health Organization is meant to, you know, make this announcement in March or something. That's basically what they're like. That's why they're saying, oh, they haven't made the announcement yet. Yeah? Oh, really? It says... The ECDD is not expected to make recommendations to the U.N. Commission on Narcotic Drugs for the control of Kratom at its next meeting in March 2022. So that is why it's saying it has not made the announcement. Even though they have made the announcement. Alright, anyway, let's move on. Then it says... The, per- the purpose of, you know, a pre-review is to determine whether current information justifies a critical review by the ECDD. A pre-review is a preliminary analysis, and therefore the ECDD's findings at this stage should not determine whether the control s- status of a substance should be changed. Okay, but it's the first data we have, right? Like, that's, of course, it's the preliminary finding. It's the first preliminary finding that we're actually having from a non-biased organization that's looking at this. So you would think that if a non-biased organization is having a, a preliminary finding that shows that they don't even want to waste their time on this because none of the information is like good enough to make them think that kratom should, should be looked at critically even, that's something that I think the government would want to take into account right like it it would save the government time and money and effort dealing with this thing later on if they just took this decision into account when they were looking at kratom in the future but bureaucracy rules all okay moving on through the letter it says i understand that there is public interest in the use of kratom for therapeutic purposes but more research is needed to understand how kratom affects individual and public health yes That's what everybody's saying, more research is needed. You are not allowing that research. (laughs) You guys are the ones who tried to ban this without any research being done whatsoever. So don't come, you know, bringing this back to us, you know, like, oh, we need more research. Yeah, no, that's what we're saying. You don't get to say what we're saying. You must react. (laughs) At this point, you must react because you have been standing in the way of the research. Okay, then it says, compounds in Kratom, you know, the two major alkaloids, partially activate opioid receptors in the brain, leading to concerns that Kratom could be addictive. Uh, Right, except the ECDD has preliminarily found that's not something that we need to worry about. Okay, then it says, at the same time, HHS continues to have significant concerns about the use of Kratom. To date, there are no FDA-approved uses of Kratom, and FDA continues to receive concerned reports, uh, concerning reports describing safety concerns associated with Kratom, including death. Notably, most Kratom-involved overdose deaths have occurred after use of adulterated Kratom products or taking Kratom with other substances. I just clapped for those of you who can't see me, which is everyone. Can you believe that? the <laughs> like i'm almost going hysterical here like i find it that funny the department of health and human services reply responding to a letter to the honorable michael lee and mark pocan responding to this letter they're saying look kratom is concerning to the fda because you know there have been concerning reports that people have died while having kratom in their body and most notably when the kratom is adulterated with something or when somebody who's taking kratom has taken other substances you just proved that kratom is not the issue like like you just said not us you you just said that the issue with the overdose deaths overdose deaths hadn't was not because of the kratom but but it's concerning because the kratom was adulterated with something or somebody took other substances at the same time and that's what's concerning to you so we're not we're not talking about what it was adulterated with we're not trying to legalize what substances they had taken with kratom we're talking about kratom right (laughs) like like you just proved our point anyway the last thing that i'm going to cover in this before my head pops off um i want to make it to the end of this year at least fda has a proven drug review process involving the evaluation of scientific research and patient experience in rigorous controlled clinical trials to assess the risks and benefits of drugs. Furthermore, FDA has a well-developed process for evaluating therapeutic uses of botanical drug products. Y- yes, they do, and, and, it, and it takes a billion dollars and ten years of, of research, which which you have been standing in the way of because you and your little FDA and DEA have been trying to ban something which you don't have any research on or not really you know enough research which everyone genuinely and truly and mutually agree is the case we do need more research thank you for pointing that out we have been pointing that out so sincerely Xavier Becquera so this this letter makes me want to puke and then die and <laughs> I don't say that lightly, this is really ridiculous. I read this letter and almost stopped breathing. And I had to take my own pulse just to make sure that I, you know, I'm gonna make it to the end of 2021. Thankfully I will, but you know, maybe not thankfully if I'm gonna have to read this again. So, you know, the main takeaway here for me is what the heck is the HHS thinking? And don't mess with the HHS. They don't want things to change. They, they like things the way they are. Nice and bureaucratic, right right in line. And it's strange to me that this letter was a bipartisan letter. It could not spark the interest of health and human services. Like, while at the same time this bipartisan, well, nonpartisan, because it's, you know, international, nonpartisan, non-biased. Committee on drug dependence these people know more than than they do the HHS right like this is their life's work is to look at stuff like this and determine if it's you know concerning or not. They just said it's not concerning preliminary findings this isn't that concerning. So if that's what the the, the groundwork is and what the case is, the, the last thing I would think HHS would do is say, well, they technically haven't made that announcement yet. Like that's what they said they said, That's preliminary, and they haven't officially made that announcement yet. Okay, well, they're going to make that announcement, and yes, it's preliminary. Just like you're saying, we need more research. This is the first research. Like, this is the first culmination of all the research that's been done up to this point, which everyone agrees isn't enough. And they've concluded that based on what we've done so far this isn't even worth five minutes of their time. Like, like they're not even going to consider a critical review, which wouldn't necessarily end in, you know, a recommendation to Schedule 1 Kratom. It's just like, then it would pique their interest a bit because maybe there's something concerning. No, no, no. No, no, no. They don't, they don't even find that. They're like, we don't even want to look at this again. Come back to us when you have more research that shows this is killing people on its own. On its own. And that's what drives me nuts because then... Then the Health and Human Services Department is saying that the thing that's really scary for us is that kratom, wherever it's found in people who have died, it's been adulterated or they've taken other substances. Uh, Look at the other substances then. Look at the process and why it's adulterated. Create a Kratom Consumer Protection Act for the country. Like, I don't care. That sounds great. Find out why everyone who's taken kratom and died also had taken way too much fentanyl like these are things that everyone agrees with it's really really weird but as always one step at a time baby steps we'll get there and on another note i have been finding recently that green varieties of kratom make me kind of feisty because yesterday was a feisty episode today feisty episode and what do these two days have in common Green mang da folks, green mang da, and green tie. So I'm wondering if this whole green thing is turning me into the Hulk. But 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 a sharp Hulk, like the Hulk that that is waking up on time in the morning, getting to work on time, bringing in the charts, making the first pot of coffee for the office, you know, impressing everybody like that Hulk. That's the Hulk that I I one day dream to be, to become. See, this year has just driven me, you know, a little bit bonkers. And I think that now that the year is almost over, I'm letting myself go a little bit. And that's not good because I'm recording myself every day and you all are listening to me. (laughs) So I'm going to have to get myself together here. But all in all, I think this year was great. Now we're coming back down to earth. I think this year was awesome. I can't thank you all enough for listening. This has been such a fun experience, and I'm going to keep doing it. And I just want you all to know that, like, I can't believe how far this podcast has come just in the, you know, the few months that we've been doing it. I think I started this in, what, September or something like that, maybe late August. Um, It's incredible. It's incredible. We've almost done 100 episodes. We're on, like, our 84th episode, and... You all have just been continuing to listen, and I really, really appreciate it. I started this because I just didn't have any, you know, Kratom community to talk to here. And we've kind of created this Kratom community. So, anyway, I'm really thankful for all of you listening in, and let's keep doing this. We are here to stay. Um, I'll be back tomorrow, of course, and, uh, and then the next day. And then it will be New Year's. A new year pretty crazy. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm going to sign off before I get myself in trouble because today seems to be one of those loopy days and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye bye.